Brilliant Misfits, Episode 51, an interview with Claire Deal, The Gold Within You. Having that inner dialogue and starting the relationship with self and stop looking externally but looking internally and really delving deep in that and not be fearful around it. See it as a freeing, freeing of yourself, a liberation. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. everyone to another episode of Brilliant Misfits. I'm so grateful. I really feel grateful to share with you on the podcast these personal stories from women in all walks of life and how they are finding ways to be true to who they are. And nothing is more inspiring to me and I hope to you as well than hearing these stories from my guests who have not always felt like they fit in or they belonged And what has inspired them to be able to accept who they are, be true to who they are, and actually start to bring in new ways, the new ways of being and doing things that can help inspire and encourage all of us to find our own way and honor our unique paths. So today is no different, and I can't wait to dive in with my guest today, who I've been following around like a stalker. (laughs) Her her name is Claire Deal, and she's an intuitive reader, a healer, a mentor, as well as a homeopath. And Claire has been practicing homeopathy for a number of years. Her passion for her work and having a positive impact on people's lives has increased in that time. And her awareness and her intuitive skills have also grown and added another powerful layer to how she's able to help people in their healing journey. So welcome to the show, Claire. I'm so delighted and grateful. Thank you for having me. I'm feeling very honoured right now that I get to share this space with you. So thank you. Totally welcome, of course. Mm. Now, one of the things I wanted to dive into, what has really always attracted me to you on the online space, and especially your Instagram account, Mm. is the writing. You have this incredible way of putting words together that just is poetic and deep and meaningful. And I love your words. And I wanted to ask you, how did you get into writing or has this always been something that you've done? It was something I loved as a child. I loved poetry. I loved reading. I just inhale books. Um, I hit the age of around 13 and that all fell away. But um, along my journey, especially in the last year, year and a half, it's like these words that have been floating within me, waiting for the opportunity to be let out, have all <laughs> come up with a flood and just keep flowing. And the more I share, the more they come. And now I've accepted it and welcomed them and am working with them all the time, that it just is exponentially growing, um, which is really powerful. And I'm really, um, I've really understood that there's an energy behind what I'm saying. It's not just words. There's an actual feeling and emotion that is shared from myself and to the reader, and there's a healing within that. And that's just been a beautiful um, journey for me, but I've had enough experience now to speak to enough people about it that 
they are feeling the feelings that I'm feeling when I'm sharing it. So that's been, um, yeah, really, really special. Mm. Mm. And there is a beautiful healing quality to them. And for the listeners, if you, you know, you're not, you haven't read any of Claire's beautiful words, I highly recommend going to Instagram and I'll put the link up on the show notes so that you can go and have a look because they're very powerful. Like you say that, you know, people can write and it can have a very personal sense and you Mm. you have this beautiful balance of it being personal. Um, It's coming from you, but there's an incredible universal quality to it. And there yeah. is a powerful healing energy to it. I feel it every time I read them. So yeah. they're quite um, impactful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shared space. I'm getting the energy of the words as well as it coming through me. So it's a combined energy coming out. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah, it's mm. a combined energy that's being put there to be shared. They're not just words for me. They're words for everyone. But I read them myself and I receive healing even after I've written them, like, yeah. More like I'm the reader than the writer at those times. So that's um, been really, really, really interesting, yeah, that process. Yeah. Mm. Now I wonder, I mean, would you have anything available that you could just maybe read a short little something that so those that haven't been familiar with your writing can have a listen? And also, I mean, I got excited because I thought, oh, maybe Claire will read one of her writings and just hearing it would be a different experience than and then actually reading it. Would you mind to do that? No, no, that's fine. Great. Um, I have, I do have one. This is one of my favourites that I've written recently and it's, um, yeah, I'll just read it now. So it's sparkles all around her. She's bathed in gold, shining so brightly. I'm transfixed by her beauty, mesmerised by her light, in awe of her luminosity. Does she see this for herself? Was she blinded to it long ago by those who feared what she would do if she knew what she carried? As she claimed this lie is true, she took her gold within, made it shining dim, for fear of repercussions, an amnesia began. This was the way she coped. This was how she could justify living the lie she had come to believe. Shine, my beauty. Let out your light. Bathe us in your gift. We have been searching for it. Yeah. <sighs> There's there's such a a quality of peace and um, spaciousness and meditation that I fall into with your words, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So thank you so much, Claire, for reading that. That's beautiful. Mm. And I want to go a little bit more into that because um, you are a trained homeopathy um, Yep in homeopathy, but I know that you've expanded your work to in, yeah. to be a lot bigger than mm, homeopathy. Okay. And can you just tell us a little bit about that personal journey for you? Um, well, homeopathy for me, I, I've loved since I was 20 and I had my first child then and I suffered quite severely with mastitis and I found it's just a really um, pure energy, really pure healing, no suppression. And it, when it works, it really works and it really gets to the root core of, of what's going on for that individual. Um, and then my last child had lots of issues and I um, tried lots of things, but I came back to homeopathy again and that's where I saw its amazing results for really difficult cases and really chronic cases and I just fell in love with it even more deeply. 
And I was really lucky. I'd kind of, it had been one of these pipe dreams that I thought one of these days I might get to do it. And I kind of had put it in the cupboard thinking it's never going to come out again. But um, as the universe does, it all fell into alignment and I got to study it. And now I'm a practicing homeopath and sharing the gift that I was given, which is just, I get blown away with it every day. I actually get quite emotional sometimes when I think about it because I'm really living a dream that I, I didn't think would would happen. Mm. Yeah, so um, that's been really powerful. But there's I, as I'm evolving, what I'm looking into and what I'm seeing and what I'm wanting to do has evolved as well. And I've been really fortunate to um, be studying with Ricky, Dr. Ricky Jane Adams and um, learning the technique of intuitive reading and healing. And it's just added a whole other layer into the way that I practice as a homeopath as well as doing readings. And they just complement each other so beautifully and really look at the person as a whole on every level um, that it's just been this organic process of delving in deeper and deeper to heal them but giving them the power to see that they can do it themselves um, so that's that's innately for me is the gift that I'm wanting to give people that they have that awareness, that they have the power within them and, yeah, are whole and beautiful people. Mm. I love that um, description that people have the power within them. Yeah. I often describe when, you know, the word healing is has different meanings for different people. Yeah. So one day I sat and I thought, well, what does healing really mean to me? And for me, it just means a remembering of who you really are. Yes. And yes. and you you have that similar definition. Yes, I definitely do. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And, and so mm. as as practitioners, we're not actually, you know, you're not actually healing someone no. as, I, as I'm hearing what you're saying, no. but you're actually empowering people to be able to to heal themselves or to know yes. that that part and remember who they are, which in itself, when you start to remember who you are, is the healing and layers yeah. and layers start to peel away. Yes, exactly, yeah. I, I definitely have claimed the title of, an, of the awakener. I feel very much that I'm awakening people to that innate power and that innate gift and light that they hold within them. So, um, yeah, there's different... Yeah, descriptions of healer, but, yeah, that's definitely the way that I see it. I'm awakening them to their own light and power, mm. yeah. And mm. so when you say you've come to own uh, the description of awakener, was there a time when you weren't comfortable with that or with your power, with your own power to facilitate the healing of others? I just found I've limited myself in revealing who I am and the gifts that I have and over the last over the last few years that I've claimed those parts that I saw were or what I had judged as odd or weird or not appropriate, I should be saying this, I should be doing this. And it's just this story that I had built up, which I'm, I know many of us do, that I've just let go and just accepted each of these layers within me because they're there for a reason. They weren't put there by mistake. And by me keeping them in the dark, I'm keeping a gift that isn't just for me, it's for everyone. And so as I've claimed them, more and more have bobbled up and it's just been, it's like opening Pandora's box and it just keeps going and going and going. And I'm constantly blown away by this ancient knowledge and this wisdom that comes up from me that is not mine to own but mine to share. 
Yes. Yeah, mm. I love that. Not yours to own, but yours to share. And yeah. I want to touch on that about how um, I know, but this is a very familiar thing with a lot of women, including myself, yeah. is this thing of, of diminishing. And, you know, I have lots of ideas and feelings and memories about why that is and why it's so hard to really step fully into my own power. And I see other women struggle with that as well. Mm. And, um, you know, the stories that we build upon that that fear of stepping into our power. So I want to ask you, perhaps maybe, you know, there's listeners out there and they're going through the same thing as is a common struggle for a lot of women to really fully own their power. What what is a what's the beginning step? Like what's an, a thing that someone can do to start to move into embracing their their power and their you know destiny or what they're meant to do and to share their light more? I could only speak from my personal experience, but the biggest thing for me was recognizing that the things that I thought were odd were unique. It was changing the the vocabulary that I used around my own inner dialogue. Um, yeah, because my my inner self talk could be quite negative. I I had suffered with depression from a quite a young age, and I can see that now that I was in overwhelm and my sensitivities um, derailed me, and I didn't know how to work with them. And as I've gotten older and matured, and and had a lot of hard lessons, but they've been lessons that have given me a deeper understanding of who I am and accepting that. I've found the skills. So, yeah, a big part of for me is having that inner dialogue and starting the relationship with self and stop looking externally but looking internally and really delving deep in that and not not be fearful around it. See it as a freeing, mm. freeing of yourself, a liberation because, yeah, the more I tried to close those parts of myself down, the more anxious I would get because there was all this energy going on within me that was just had nowhere to channel or nowhere to go. And so I felt like I was going to implode and on many occasions and I wasn't being myself. I was uncomfortable in my own skin and overthinking what other people were thinking and just making up these stories that just didn't exist. And if they did, it didn't matter. Mm. But for some reason I'd bought into that story. It did and I'd put too much value into that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really valuable what you're bringing up, Claire. And I think the, you know, when you said like you were going to implode, I think we all have that feeling or have that feeling when fear starts to take over and we lean into the fear. We almost feel like, yeah, we're going to explode. We're trying to sit on this energy. It's like a volcano and yep. it needs somewhere to go. And one of the things that like I often um, help people to move out of fear is, is just to, instead of leaning into the fear, lean into curiosity. You can like yes. be curious about yeah. the energy because fear is just a label and yeah. when we sort of align with uh, being more curious about okay what's happening here why is this you know why am I feeling this and and then to, to look at the inner dialogue because that's often what's going on isn't it yeah. and yeah. I love what you said about being odd and you know that that is really your unique gift yeah yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just brilliant because this is like this theme that's running through on the podcast at the moment because my previous guest also um of course we're all misfits and yes. I mean yes. I think everybody is to some yeah, degree yeah. but um she said you know your your difference is your greatest um gift or your greatest yes. you know skill yeah. or whatever yeah yes definitely definitely mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I, it's I love just, to drive yeah. that home because I know that, you know, 
that need to conform can be very strong. And I think Mm. we're in a wonderful time where there's a lot of support to not do that, to really be true to who you are, but like to just keep working through those layers, as you said. Yeah. And the comparison, like comparison, I can't even say the word. (laughs) Well, I call it comparisonitis, where you're just constantly looking at other people going, well, they're doing that, I should be doing this. There is no should. There just is what there is. And we are who we are for a reason. And even within alternate circles, I can still feel different, but that's okay. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable at times and accepting that and just working with those strengths that you have and accepting them I know as a child I didn't really have anyone to look up to as far as that was a bit left of center a bit different I don't know if my experience would have been different then either because I still would have been different to them as well Um, surrounding yourself with people that are claiming those is definitely um, a really claiming their their gifts in that way is really really powerful Um, yeah but it's just we are. We're all we're all misfits, and that's okay. It's just we're constantly coming out of the closet. I remember having this conversation with friends I've had since school, and I, I feel like I've come out of the spiritual closet, and I've said all these things, and they were like, "Of course, we knew that was going on for you," but I thought I'd covered it up really quite well, and was acting, you know, normal. There is no normal, but that's how I was feeling, and they just kind of laughed and, and said, "No, we we know what you're like." Um, but it was me owning it and me coming out and saying, this is who I am. That was a huge shift for me, actually owning those parts of myself. And the more I've done that, the more I've attracted more people that are in al- alignment with me or that are looking for help in that in that direction as well, um, which is that full circle moment. I'm helping people reach that place and I'm being surrounded by people that are either further along on their journey or at the same space, which is just such a gift. Mm, yeah, and I think that's really another thing that is important to surround yourself with people who accept you for who you are and, um, you know, encourage you to be who you are. And I love the story about how we think we can cover it up. <laughs> And, and everyone sees it anyway, you know. And, you know, in our, in our society and world and especially in the business world, I think, too, you know, like people are so afraid to yeah. um, be spiritual. Yeah. And, and it's kind of funny when you think about it. And they, you know, then yeah. there's the label, the label called woo-woo. And, you know, yeah. everyone's afraid to be woo-woo. But, like, well, if you're not going to be, if you are woo-woo, if you are spiritual, if you're aligned with the divine and something greater than yourself and you love that and that's who you are trying to not be that is not going to serve anybody absolutely no. nobody <laughs> no well I was yeah that's when my anxiety you know everything was really I was triggered and everything yeah it just was such a derailing of myself all the time and it was exhausting like absolutely exhausting and I was avoiding doing things and going places because I wasn't myself which mm. is just yeah it's suffering uh, it's suffering yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but that's okay that's okay that was my part of my journey you know that was that was really good learning for me and as I can help other people that are in that situation as well Mm. um yeah so I've I've had those skills and I've learned those things for myself and for others Mm. Mm. that that brings up a curious point to me because I know in my own journey you know it, it was part of the path that I was on it was like feeling like a misfit feeling like I didn't belong not only physically but just you know inside who I am was very different to everyone else and coming to you know realize that I was suffering and really in crisis 
mm. by not being who I was and then being able to turn that around. But, you know, I think maybe, I don't know, but you're a mother and you have children. Yeah. Yeah. And do you see, is there a shift you feel or an involvement of, you know, younger generations being able to be who they are? I mean, I see it more in like more accepted for people to be who they are generally. There seems to be an extreme for me personally yeah. in watching I have four boys and, and they're all very different. They're all the same gender but they're all very different souls um, and their experience has been really interesting to watch in, in them growing up and who they surround themselves with. But it's, yeah, there seems to be the extremes of trying to fit in so, so much and, um, yeah, and that bullying and that part. And then there's the other part where they're just so comfortable in their own skin and they're they're just another level to many of us that were at the same age. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's really been, um, yeah. It's fascinating, raising. isn't it? It is. Yeah, it really is. And and children are just, I've found for me anyway, and I know many other others feel the same, have been such an amazing teacher for me. And, and every time I've kind of tried to bluff myself or get off my path, they've kicked me back right on to, to the right path, um, which has been... <laughs> Yeah, the the universe keeps laughing at me, I'm sure, because I'll kind of go, I'll go left, and then it goes, no, 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 you're not going left. We'll go back that way. And and my children are definitely part of part of that for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like um, you know, the universe or spirit speaks to us in many ways, and through yeah. ma- and through many people, and often yeah. children. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I really love that. So I want to just ask a little bit about, um, you know. You did mention um, something, you know, before we got on the episode that um, you wished that things weren't so or that you felt embarrassment or shame around your strengths. And I want to go into that a little bit only because I think it can help people, some yeah. of the listeners that are still maybe in that place. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah I just have found the more that I've stepped into these th- things that I have deemed odd or weird, the more that um, people have accepted them. It's it's like people have come out of the woodwork and the people that I've I found actually that I've had judgment on what they would think of me. So what I have thought people have judged me, in fact, it's been the opposite. I've put them in a box myself in thinking that they wouldn't understand what's going on for me or they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept me, which is 99% of the time been the exact opposite, um, which has just been truly, um, yeah, I, I've had really, I've gone to parties where I've, I've been, ended up sitting beside, and this is judgmental for me to say, like a farmer that I would have thought, oh, if I even tried to have a conversation about what I'm interested in, he'd think, oh, who is this crazy loony sitting beside me? But it, ha- <laughs> it hasn't been the case. Yeah. It is, it's yeah. been, and that's the more I've evolved and the more I've accepted it, the more people that I would have kind of avoided spending time with, the more I've seen, no, no, that's just another opportunity. There's something going on there. We have an exchange as well. There's no just one type. We are all having our journey. And the more open I am to it, the more that I'm finding everyone is as well. It's just we're in our own path, but we've all got nuggets of gold to give one another, mm. um, which has just been yeah, it's been fantastic, and it's yeah. There is no one type of person. We're all we're all doing our own thing. We just label it differently or um, choose to show it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And we have nuggets of gold to offer 
everyone and you know whether they're accepted or not is really none of our business that that we're here to share I think we're really here to share and I love that that you know I found that true to myself as well what you brought up and I think it's a really really important point is that often we judge the other person is going to take us you know who we are in a certain Mm. way and so we're actually judging them (laughs) and you know when you recognize that when there's that moment of recognition that you're doing that and and you just let it go because we don't know what anyone's thinking or how they view life or what their perspective is and um yeah and it's just one of those funny things that we set ourselves up to fear but Mm. we're creating our own self-inflicted fears by projecting some, you know, idea or judgment or thought on another person who we have absolutely no idea what they're really thinking. So it's beautiful because just that simple practice, Claire, what you mentioned, you know, just looking at everything as opportunities. And when you find your mind going into that judging space to just say, hey, I don't really know what this person thinks. I'm just going to no. be who I am. And it doesn't yeah. matter if they like me, don't like me, judge mm-hmm. me, whatever. No. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I, I've really gotten to that place of letting go of expectation of how I'm going to be perceived, mm. uh, letting go of the idea I have to impress anyone or be anyone. I'll just be me and it'll be what it'll be. And that's, been uh, taking me off the hook, you know. I've kind of locked myself down in many ways in the past to if they don't think this or they don't say this, I've, I've failed someone, I've let someone down or I've shamed myself and it's just wrong. That's that's not that's not the case at all. Um, if I'm thinking something or I'm feeling something, there's something to it, I, I will share it and if it doesn't resonate with someone, that's okay too. It might take them a while and it might reveal something to them that they hadn't thought of before it mightn't it's not for me to worry about or be concerned about I'll share it either way mm. yeah mm. yeah and so what do you think gives you the strength or what has given you the strength to be able to empower yourself in that way to say well I don't really care what other people think what what is what was the turnaround for you I think it's even beyond not caring it's just there's no, there's not an emotion around it. I used to be like, I don't care, but it was some. I tried to trick my brain around that I didn't care, but I did. I really <laughs> cared so much. Yeah. When now it's, it's. There's not an emotion to it. It's just I know I have these things to share. I know I have these things to say. They are for someone. It's not for me to know who it's for. I might know or I might know. It do, that doesn't matter. I'll just share it. There hasn't been a big pinnacle or a moment of, oh, that's, you know, I don't feel that way anymore because of this. It's just organically occurred. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the work of self has been um, shifted a lot and I'm constantly, yeah, I really sit with myself and dig deep regularly, daily. Um, I'm very conscious of my emotions. I, I think a lot. I'm trying to switch the brain off a lot more and come from my heart, which has been uh, really life-changing as well, yeah, coming from the heart rather than the brain because when you're in the heart, everything flows and you're in a space of love from the get-go rather than fear or, yeah, rather than fear. So, yeah, that's been, yeah, it's 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 not about not caring. It's just we all have something to share. Share it either way. If they don't like it, that's that's their journey, not yours, yeah. Do you think it sort of ties in with, um, 
seeing what it is that you do feel urged to share coming from some place that's bigger than you, like it's not completely personal because I find when I remember that it's not just about me, this little me, but it's the bigger me that's connected to something vast, then I'm able to do things that I might not feel comfortable doing or whatever, sharing myself. Yeah, I think that connection to something bigger, and I know that people have different ways to connect with that, like meditation or whatever. What is your way to connect? Uh, I I definitely meditate every day. Uh, I find I'm in that space most of the time now. I have that dialogue with my higher self and, you know, (laughs) my guides and my soul. I'm in that space all the time now. So... I've opened up that channel where before when I was in such a state of anxiety or overwhelm and caring so much and giving all my energy to everyone else, I couldn't be in that space because the energy was being burnt up and used for everything else. Where now I've come back to that, that um, I'm constantly being communicated with and having that dialogue and, um, yeah, allowing that flow happening all the time. So that's been... Yeah, um, a big change. But you're right. Yeah, I feel very much that I'm the vessel in many ways, and it's just coming through me. It's I, I'm not owning it. I don't have to be concerned what people think because it's 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 bigger than me and it's bigger than them. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I love that, Claire. I can really resonate with that because I I often feel like I'm not the doer. Like yeah. I might be doing things. I might be expressing things. I might be, you know, out in the world taking actions. But when I remember that. Like, and I know it sounds weird, but I always say I'm not the doer. And somehow that just expands me to something else that's yes. like guiding me and helping me. Mm. And it's not just um, about me personally, because it takes you out of the place of shame or embarrassment or all those emotions that really hold us back, that really confine us into a prison and, and prevent us from being our full potential of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. And we get out of the way. We get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's get out of the way. Which is so freeing because it it's, it's not, you You know, you're not doing anything. It's just happening. Mm. And if you allow that to happen, you know, as humans, we think we have so much control. We have to control this. We have to do that. It's That's not, it's not right. There's so much is, is happening for us. We, we're not, we don't have to do as much as we think we have to do. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more organic than that, and and if we're open to it, it'll the universe just keeps providing again and again and again. And if you allow the opportunity, you'll see it. And then once you see it, you can't unsee, you can't unknow it. You're you're changed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely Beautiful. changed. Beautiful mm. words, Claire. As usual, you're a master with words, and I love I love reading. I look forward to reading your posts every day and also the the beautiful images that go with them. It's a delight. It's like, mm, it's a nice way to start the day. Yeah. Oh, please. (laughs) So I want to um, invite the listeners to, if they're really resonating to um, you, Claire, your energy, the work that you do, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, they can message me or email me. I've, uh, I don't have a website at the moment. I'm getting there this year. That's on my to-do list. Uh, but at the moment I have Facebook. So, yeah, they can contact me there. I have my phone number and my email on, on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's pretty easy. I'm pretty 
attainable, you can contact me pretty easily. Yeah. Wonderful. And I'll put that on the show notes so people can yeah. just go there and mm-hmm. be able to contact you and book in for sessions. Now, do you do sessions just locally live or do you do sessions online? Um, both. Um, yeah, I, I see people face-to-face in Caparita Beach and then I do um, distance clients via Skype or Zoom. Yeah, so I treat people all over the world, which is such, we're so not limited to our small little areas anymore. We're worldwide healers and we work with who we're meant to. Our location doesn't limit that, which is, I've just loved that. Mm. Mm. I love the work that you're doing, Claire, and I'm really inspired by you stepping out of you know, a small box, even even homeopathy can be yeah. small because it's just yeah. one modality. And and I know like you do that we are vast beings and to tap into that and just to be able to empower people the way you do, to empower themselves, to know who they really are. And um, it's beautiful work. I thank you so much for doing that work. I think it's just incredible and it's also inspirational for other healers out there that are hiding their gifts or feel insecure about their gifts to be Mm. able to really step into them and to share them because the world needs it they really it the world does need more and more light yeah and one last thing I'd like to say is the more I've done it the more I've attracted uh, people that I desire to work with because that's even a give and take in that relationship with our clients. It's not that I'm just sitting there providing this space. that We've agreed to meet at that moment in time and we have that sacred space for one another. So the more that I've been honest and authentic, the more that I have, it's added more joy to my work because the clients that I'm working with um, are really feeling that for me and I'm feeling that for them. So that's just, yeah, an ongoing pleasure in every way. Mm. Mm. I can feel your delight. It's just wonderful. Thank you so much, Claire, for being on the episode. And I I really do recommend everyone to get in touch with Claire if you want some beautiful, expansive, empowering healing. And also to read her beautiful words. They're very poetic. They're very deep. They're very expansive, meditative, and delightful. So thank you, Claire. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you, everyone, for being here. And I just want to remind you, if you enjoyed this episode or any other, I'd love it if you would go to iTunes and give it a rate and review. That really helps. And also, on my website, asiakennedy.com, if this episode or other episodes really speaks to you, please make a comment about what you liked and what touched you and what helped you. And also, if there are any other topics that you want to hear more on, whether that's art, mindfulness, spirituality. And if you'd like to also be a guest, then please apply through my online form, which is available in the podcast section of my website. And until next time, be true to you and be brilliant. Thank you so much for being here. I love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.